0: Hey everyone, Becky from the SHIFT team here, and we're back with a new mini-episode to help everyone with some quick listens to get great ideas and tools for gymnastics. Chelsea Memmel's top tips to reach a high level of gymnastics in a positive environment. In this mini-podcast episode, Dave sits down to chat with the one and only Chelsea Memmel to discuss her elite gymnastics comeback The biggest struggles she has had, and what she has learned through the process. I wish is to know that you can be successful in a positive environment, and and you can be happy. You can enjoy training, and it will be hard. It will be tough, but you can you can also be in a positive environment and be successful. And I do want everybody to know that the Um, FBI
1: is not going to do it. This person's not going to do it. They have a job to do to hold people accountable. We've really done terrible things, but if we want the culture to change, it is us from the inside out, not anybody in coming on top of us. And I think you owe it to your athletes to help the five kids that you work with every day, have an amazing experience all the time. And if one wants to go to cheerleading and one wants to go to a scholarship and one just wants to sit there and jump in the pit, that's awesome. That's great. I'm curious <laughs> to us, do you think <laughs> you know. that our systems in the U S but also around the world are a little bit too elite and kind of division one scholarship focused? And that maybe that's causing unrealistic expectations or guidelines in terms of like what ages we want kids to do certain things that
0: just changing the age, I don't think will make a difference. Like you said, if, right. if you can figure out a way to, to make a lot of other things fall in line or this or that, or like so, cause if, if, You know, you can't be a senior till you're 18, but you still don't want them doing these hard skills once it's here, 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 here. And then they've had three more years of pounding before they even can try to be a senior. So I think there would be so many things that would also need to fall into place. Whereas, um, people I mean, are I,
1: always coaching for compliance of like, do this thing, do this skill. Here's the score. But in reality, coaching with compassion is more about here's your goal. You told me you want this. Here are the steps that you need. This is why you have to do all this conditioning. I know it's yeah. hard. Like why I'm pushing you to do five more. Like if you can map out someone's ideal future for themselves and say like, well, this is how you get there based on what we know. That is way more supported to have good behavior change in a positive coaching relationship instead of just like do this because I said so, you know, and that's not going to ever go well.
0: No. Yeah.
1: <laughs> think about anytime somebody gives you feedback, like if somebody attacks you and says, you're not doing this right, fix it now. And you focus on that. Like I'm pretty defensive usually when somebody comes at me that way. So
0: I I do too. I I can get a little bit. That's when it's like, well, you could, can you do one a little bit worse? I was like, absolutely. Yes, I can. I will prove it to you. Watch me do them worse. (laughs) They start because they want to try and they do it because they love it. Let's continue to love it and have fun. And had a game or two into training because it does it. It brings out that competitiveness, and you're like, "Whoa,
1: yeah,
0: that was good." I didn't know you could do in that good. And it's just like that little bit of competition, or or say which team is going to win, and it's just like it like kicks it into gear. So like keep like that fun in it because you can still be productive while you're having fun. Yep. Forward. I mean, I, I know you can because I'm and doing think- it. It's yeah. still a process for me because I still. Um, and not always like 100% confident with how I look or anything. It's just always like working on that. It's a constant like battle, um, for me to just be comfortable with myself. So I, am still a work in progress, but I, I'm, I'm doing much better than I was, but it's, but yeah, it's just, I'm trying to look at it more as like fuel and how I feel. I I I just, it's
1: my biggest pet peeve of like, here's your list. Go off in the corner. Good luck. Come back to me when you're healed. Like, Oh, are so annoying.
0: Right, because there's so many drills and side stations. So if you have to set something else up for someone who may not be able to do everything, those drills are going to benefit the rest of the group anyway. Yes. Like if there if there's something good for for the girl whose ankle is a little bit sore or this or that and they're doing these side stations, why can't the entire group do the side stations and just filter in? Because it's going to be ben- beneficial to them as well. Even when I start the girls with our conditioning, I try to ask them, how are they all feeling? And if if the consensus is that they're sore, maybe from something we did on Monday, we're not going to hit like hit our legs hard again today. We won't. We just won't because it's like, okay, we're going to condition hard and then they're going to try to tumble. No way. So it's just, yeah, trying to like open the lines of communication, but that's like again what we've gone back and forth from keeping them open and listening and understanding and maybe modifying something for someone instead of saying, oh, psh, you're fine, just go figure it out. Yeah. And because like you said, the teammates will see that and then they might not come to you. So it's really trying to keep in those lines open. And, and listening and being empathetic and being like, okay, then we'll figure it out today. If you can't do this today, that's okay. Parents, and
1: so they believe what you do and not what you say. Mm-hmm. So if you say how important health and wellness and working out is, but then you're sitting on a block yelling at them while they do rope climbs. Where's the empathy there? And I think the, the kids turn off I'm like, okay, whatever, you come do these floor routines and then ask me to go do more bar routines. You know what I mean? Right.
0: Well, yeah, exactly. So, and that's that's part of it too. Like with the conditioning, like I don't ever give them an assignment that I wouldn't do myself doesn't mean I do it with them every single day Mm. but I'm like I'm never gonna get up there and do 20 row climbs are you freaking kidding me why would I give it to children who are half my age yeah there's no there's no reason because sometimes yes the coach has a different goal than the kid the parents have a different goal than the kid and nobody is on the same page and the only person that's suffering is the kid and they're they're again they're the reason that we're there they're the reason that we have this job they're the reason that we're coaching is to coach these kids but you we need to be better listeners at really what what they want mm.
1: but
0: what do you want to get out of this out sport door. like and when I'm trying to coach I'm just trying to be there and encourage because like i I've, I've done it I know what it is I've accomplished anything that I could possibly want to accomplish in this sport. And it's like their turn. It's their journey. And I always, again, too, these kids walked in the door because they wanted to try it. They stayed because they love it. Let's not push them out because of of you. Mm -hmm. It's like don't be the person to push them out the door or to turn it into something that they don't ever want to do again. That's awful.
1: Yep. This is my favorite quote, and I was saving for later, but this is, I listened to all these uh, episodes you had, and this is the best one. It was like some random, like, fluff piece, too. You said, It's about them, it's about their goals, not me. I try to be a positive force because I know how hard the sport is. If that's a college scholarship, that's great and an amazing goal. But if it's not, and they just want to have fun, that's amazing, too. And I was like behind my computer, I was like, Yeah, give me a round of applause. Like, that's it, man. That's that's the definition of what it is. And I think think there's so many people that don't realize 80% to 90% of the gymnastics world is amazing and really good people who are doing the right thing. And I feel like we get this perception. That, like, we're these monsters coaching these kids and putting them through training. It's like, right,
0: all
1: of us are good people, I promise.
0: Right, there are, there are still, a, there's a ton of good people in gymnastics. There's a lot of great coaches who, you know, build a solid environment and a wonderful place for these for these kids to go and to grow up. And I, I, it hurts so mad to, to know that so many people have had these terrible experiences because. It can be such a wonderful sport and teach you so many things and so many lessons that you can take with you for the rest of your life um, and just give you this great foundation. And I my wish, of course, that's tall order, but it's just everybody to be able to have fun and, you know, achieve what they want to achieve. Hopefully you enjoyed this mini podcast episode. Let us know if it was helpful and if you have any suggestions of what you'd like to learn about next.